Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the gender pay gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. You can look for my podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. And please subscribe so you never miss an episode. That will also help me in the ratings as well. So please subscribe and like on each of my episodes. Now, I created this podcast series to expose the elephant in the room. Now, in exposing this elephant in the room, I'm going to make it visible and I'm uncovering it so the whole world can see and can see it for what it truly is. Now, I refer to it as the elephant in the room because some people aren't aware that the gender pay gap exists. Some who know it exists typically don't talk about it. So this elephant in the room, the gender pay gap continues to eat up to 18% of a woman's payday and paycheck every single payday. Now this elephant is an eating machine. Not only does it eat up a huge chunk of a woman's paycheck, the gender pay gap varies by age. In addition to eating up to 18% of her paycheck, as women age in the workplace, guess what? The pay gap increases. So it's more than 18% in some cases. And for women of color, the pay gap is larger than for non-women of color. Also, the gender pay gap, it varies by state. Yes, even the state in which you reside can impact your pay gap. And then the gender pay gap can vary widely by occupation. More often than not, and the stats show this, women tend to be employed in lower paying jobs compared to men. And even when they are in those lower paid jobs, some of the data shows that males tend to make more. And so on average, they make more than than women. So, and I discussed these facts in more details in episode two. So please go check it out. Don't take only my word for it. I want you to do your homework. So take a listen to episode number two, as well as do your research to find out if what I say is actually true. So now why do I want to tell you this? Um, For one reason is that I am on a mission to show women how to close their pay gap and to dispose of the effects of this elephant in the room. This elephant who is taking up a huge chunk of a woman's pay. Now you may be asking, and so just how do you do that? Well, as you've heard me say before, I'm glad you asked. I host a conversation on ways to get a raise in 90 days. And in that conversation, I share the path I took that resulted in me experiencing increased financial freedom during my days in paper manufacturing. At the time I left corporate, I was earning base pay well above $100,000 um, plus bonus plus bennies. Uh, and those bennies were in the form of stock options. Now, I do have a degree in accounting and I earned my designation as a certified public accountant after starting my career. So numbers truly resonate with me. But you don't have to be an accountant to know that earning 18 to 20% less than you could and should is definitely not good. 
either in the short term nor in the long term. Now, if you listen to one of my episodes before, you know that one of my favorite mottos is women, we work hard for our money. Why not take home all of it? We might as well, huh? So in today's episode and in next week's episode, because for the month of July, since we've celebrated Independence Day, I'm talking about financial freedom. And so over the next two episodes, I will talk to you and share with you about my pathway to increased financial freedom during my days in corporate. But before I do, I want to remind you that financial freedom is not only about the amount of money you make or earn, it's about the amount of money that you keep and multiply. What do I mean by that? Well, if you spend more as you make more, guess what? You will have little to nothing left over. Also, most jobs are not designed to make you wealthy. Jobs provide an income stream to fund your present as well as some of your future. But you have to decide how to multiply it to produce increased financial freedom. And I'm going to go into more detail on a future episode about how to multiply money that comes in from the revenue stream called job. Okay, so let's talk about ways I got to raise in 90 days. They involved me making these moves. And these moves involve moving up, taking a lateral move, or also moving sideways, as well as moving out. Now, making these moves required me to take some risks, to get out of my comfort zone, to get away from the familiar, and in some cases, even moving to another state. All of them eventually resulted in increased pay and ultimately increased financial freedom. So let's take a look at the moves I made and I'll share in more detail. So one of the moves I made, I was promoted to a job with more responsibilities and higher pay, but I had no direct reports. In other words, I was an individual contributor, but no other employees reported to me. Another move I made was I was moved up was I was promoted to a leadership position. It was a job with more responsibilities, higher pay, and with direct reports. I will say that the largest raise in pay that I received during my career came when I took on a leadership position. Why? Because not only are you responsible for the work you do, you are responsible for and oversee the work of others. And as some of us can attest to, everyone who's in a leadership position is not necessarily good at it. So to be in a leadership position and to be good at it garners extra and possibilities and opportunities and with it, potential pay. Now, the moves I mentioned thus far were moves that I made up the organization with increased responsibility as well as increased pay. But a third move I made was a lateral move. It was the same grade and same pay, but no direct reports. I moved from a job in finance and accounting into IT. Now, how in the world does a person with an, an accounting degree end up in IT? Well, it was unusual for me 
but it was one of the best moves I could have made. Plus, this move involved me relocating to another state with the same employer. It really made no sense on paper to go from overseeing an audit scope of billions of dollars in assets to a singular contributor role in IT. Yes, it made no sense on paper, but guess what? It did wonders for my bank account and for my career. Not only did it result in me making or earning more in terms of income, it also resulted in me keeping more, which I will share in more detail on a future episode. So I moved up sideways and then I moved out. Now you may be thinking the move I made out was out of the company. No, not yet. The move out was out of IT into a division. And it was actually one of the largest divisions within the company. It opened up a whole new world of opportunities and potential career moves. Now, there's one more move that I want to share with you. And this move could potentially increase your financial freedom. And it does not involve taking on more responsibility, nor moving up or moving out. You may be saying to yourself, so what is it? that you can guess, it's closing your pay gap. At one point in my career, the demand for candidates with accounting degrees exceeded the supply. In other words, companies needed accountants, but they were in short supply. Well, you know what happens when demand exceeds supply? Yes, the price goes up. At that time, companies were granting increases to make sure internal pay kept up with salaries in the marketplace. Now. It does not necessarily mean that you will always have that as an opportunity, but you can determine if your pay is equal to or relative to what you should be earning in your current job. Now, I have gone into quite a bit of detail and definitely I don't want to bore you, but I am urging you to do some homework. I am asking you to open your eyes potential opportunities around you. Some are obvious, some are not. Who knows? You just might discover a couple of ways to get yourself a raise in 90 days. Let me know what you find. Remember when I said that at the time I left corporate, I was earning base pay well above 100K plus bonus plus pennies in the form of stock options? Well, that was 20 years ago. And in today's dollars, the base pay and bonus alone would equate to close to 225K in purchasing power. And you know what? I did that by making moves, moving up, moving sideways, and moving out to another division within the company. And at one point, getting an increase to close my pay gap while staying in my current position. I advise you and urge you, if you don't know already, to please find out your pay range for your current position. Why? Because you can determine your position in range. And you can also determine based on how you're performing, does your current pay equate to the work that you are expending and putting out? Now, I am serious about showing women how to create a greater degree of financial independence. If that describes you, give me a call. I'd love to show you how. Now, also, if you like what you hear, 
please share with another woman in the workplace who is caught in the gender pay gap, who may be unaware. She may not be aware of this particular information and your sharing it with her could make a huge difference in her life. Now on the next week episode, I will discuss how getting a raise in 90 days increased my financial freedom, both then and now. I will also have a special word for female leaders based on my experience. So if you are a female leader or if you know one, please invite them to join us next time. Don't you think it's high time you declare your independence, especially to gain increased financial independence? Yes, I think so too. Thanks so much for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Also, it's pretty warm out there, especially here. It's pretty hot and humid. So please stay cool and be well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.